All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. In today's episode, you're going to learn about five ways to get smarter while you exercise. And there were actually two recent articles about the link between exercise and your brain that got me, well, thinking. The first article appeared in Runner's World magazine. I'll link to the article in the show notes for this episode, and you can find the show notes at quickanddirtytips.com. You're going to want to look for episode number 221. Anyways, this article investigated something called brain plasticity in skill sports versus endurance sports. Brain plasticity basically refers to the ability of the brain to grow new neurons and neuronal pathways. Skill sports are sports that require some kind of fine motor skill and attention to detail and strategy like tennis, golf, gymnastics, dance, or say basketball to name a few. Endurance sports, on the other hand, refer to chronic repetitive motion activities like swimming or cycling or running. The article explains that skill sports produce far more brain plasticity than endurance sports. And the author isn't saying that swimming and cycling and running require no skill output whatsoever, but they certainly require less of a skill component than, say, hitting a golf ball 250 yards. The second article that I noticed appeared in Outside Magazine. I'll explain in just a moment what that article went into, but first... Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science and my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash get fit guy to take advantage of this opportunity that's metpro.co slash get fit guy for up to one month for free so what did this article on outside magazine say well, it explained that you can actually train your brain to be more resistant to fatigue, just like you can train your muscles. Brain training includes activities that make your brain tired, like, say, crossword puzzles, Sudoku, or those brain training smartphone apps like Brainscape or Lumosity or NBAC training. 
The end result is that as you play these type of brain games, you're actually training your brain to be less susceptible to fatigue when it really counts, such as in the clutch game of a tennis set or shooting the game-deciding free throw in the fourth quarter of a basketball game or completing that quadruple purette in the final scene of Swan Lake. Well, the fact is, when your brain gets tired, it can actually result in your body prematurely giving up, even during less mindful activities like running a marathon or competing in a bicycle race. Well, now that you know that your brain can become more agile and fatigue-resistant, let's jump into five ways that you can use this information to actually get smarter while you exercise. Tip number one is to train your balance. Sure, you may not have a regular habit of playing tennis, hitting a golf ball, or dancing professionally, but that doesn't mean your routine trip to a gym or health club can't involve activities that challenge your eyes, your ears, and your joints, which all keep your brain firing when they're stimulated. For example, I keep a half foam roller in my home gym. It looks just like it sounds, a foam roller split in half. In between weightlifting sets, I can stand on it and practice balance. You can find something like this or a balance board at any sporting goods store. A balance board is a skateboard-like device with a fulcrum, like a ball or a wedge in the middle, and you stand on it or even do push-ups on it to help develop your balance skills. Whichever device you choose, simply keep it next to your desk at work and hop on for a few minutes to build your balance. Use this as an opportunity for some downtime from staring at your computer screen. Or at home, you can keep a balance device in your living room and practice balance while doing something as simple as watching TV. Tip number two is to break up runs. If you're a runner and you're concerned that your endurance activity might not be challenging enough for your brain, then try some of these tips. Run on varied terrain like trails, parks, or even urban areas with lots of stairs, twists, and turns. Google the name of your city and the word parkour to see if there are any parkour classes or groups in your area. Parkour involves using the local environment as a sort of grown-up playground that you jump on, balance on, etc. Try injecting stops into your run to do things like backward crawls, single-leg hops, or box jumps up onto park benches. This mix will keep your muscles and your brain working. Put on headphones that play music that's about 180 beats per minute, or BPM, and try to train your feet to keep up with that beat. This is also a great way to learn to run faster. An example of a song that's 180 BPM is Tina Turner's River Deep, Mountain High. Doesn't that make you want to go on a run? Tip number three is to pick up a ball sport. Now, you don't necessarily have to join a basketball league to have the brain-building skill of a ball sport in your life. For example, in the morning before I do my daily yoga routine, I've been breaking out the ping pong paddles and hitting the ball as fast as I can 100 times against the wall. I also occasionally sport my 20-pound weighted vest and go play a round of ultimate frisbee at the park. A frisbee does count as a ball. I've also been known to stand outside in my driveway with my tennis racket and practice hitting the ball against the garage door without the ball touching the ground. Or as a warm-up for some workouts, I'll skip the treadmill or the bike and instead play around the world with a basketball hoop and a ball. I've even tried juggling tennis balls when going out for a run and hitting the golf course early with just two to three clubs for a rapid-paced round of running speed golf. Once you start to think outside the box about ways you can combine fitness and a ball sport, you'll realize all sorts of creative ways you can train your body and brain simultaneously. Now, tip number four is to use a treadmill workstation. And I realize that a treadmill workstation may not be an option for many people. If you're able to add a treadmill to your standing desk, however, you'll find many benefits. 
your balance will be challenged. Plus, you'll be forced to combine aerobic movement with cognitive tasks like writing, phone calls, and reading. This combination of thinking and exercising is a potent one-two punch for improving brain plasticity. Even if you can't have a treadmill workstation at your office, consider putting one in your home to use during phone calls, while doing the taxes, opening mail, or surfing the web. And tip number five is to use brain training apps. I mentioned a few such apps at the beginning of this episode, and whether you choose Lumosity or Brainscape or NBAC Training or any of the other dozens of brain training apps that are appearing in things like the iTunes Store, you'll challenge your brain with memory work, geometrical puzzle solving, trivia, and more when you use these apps. Instead of watching TV or listening to music while you're riding a stationary bike or the elliptical trainer, you can actually use these brain training apps. Sure, it's a bit uncomfortable at first to focus on pedaling or exercising and playing an app at the same time, but once you get the hang of it, you can almost feel your brain sweating along with your body. Well, if you have questions about these ways to get smarter while exercising or you want to join the conversation, then head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy and ask your questions or join the conversation over there. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. 